0: Happy Tuesday, everybody out there in podcast land. We are the Locked On Avalanche Podcast. We are part of the Locked On Podcast Network. On today's episode, we have a grade to get to, and that belongs to Darren Helm. We will discuss that. And since it's the offseason and the Avalanche had their nice run to a cup victory, we had a lot of new people join our atmosphere at Locked On Avalanche. So we figured now is the best time when the news is a little bit light To kind of just let you know who we are. Kind of things that we enjoy. Which will lead into the third time. This is the third off season that we are going to do this. Where we take Avalanche players and cast them as Marvel superheroes. Always fun to do. And it's always fun because some of them might stay the same. But with this, you know, every year you get new crop of players playing for the Avs. Did they make the cut? I know they did for me. I don't know if they did for Kyle. We didn't discuss who we have. So this is going to be fun. Let's get to it. Your Locked On Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network,
1: your team every day.
0: I know last year, I want to say I cast someone as Thanos. And I can't remember who it was. I might have to go back and look at the graphics, but I thought I had someone cast as Thanos. Uh, But this year we're not doing that. We are adding someone new to the mix because Comic-Con is here and San Diego and Marvel came out with all that new phase of everything that they're coming out with. So we do this every off season. We're like, well, now's the perfect time to do it. So uh, if you, if you're new to the locked on avalanche podcast, it's part of the reason why we're going to kind of introduce ourselves as far as things that we enjoy doing uh, and then get to that again because uh, now is the best time to do it. It'll be fun. I always look forward to doing this. Yeah. So uh, who, who has held on to their title and who are new ones? We have, you know, we're going to do Hulk. We're going to do Spider-Man. And there's a new one in the mix. And if you have paid attention to San Diego Comic-Con, you might figure out who the new character we're going to throw out for the first time today. All right. But first things first, thank you for following us, making it your first listen of the day. Always appreciated. Follow us on our other social media platforms LOPN underscore avalanche on Twitter, locked on avalanche on Instagram. Questions, comments, concerns, opinions, locked on avalanche at gmail.com. And follow the show on our YouTube channel over on the YouTube. Hit subscribe. You're notified when a new show goes live. All right. What well, we will start with some avalanche. Well, not news. It's news for us. It's uh, giving Darren Helm his grade, and we do this, you know, uh, alphabetically. So he is next up, and I want to say he got. A, I'm going to look him up quickly. Um, across the board, B's when it comes to Twitter, YouTube and instagram the only one i'm going to check on quickly is the uh youtube one because i don't know if that had changed at all
1: oh come on youtube people be with me here <laughs> <laughs> uh we, we yeah. had a we had a
0: meeting about this there would be as fair. well 56 56 b on uh, youtube i think it was 46 on instagram and it was in the low 50s for b on twitter So B's across the board for Darren Helm was brought in as a free agent on a one-year deal, played 17,000 years for the Detroit Red Wings, and then uh, comes over to the Avs, and then they do sign him again for next season. I think everybody was kind of happy with that because they were happy with what he produced in his first year with the Avs. So what do you give him for his season grade? I'm going to be shooting right under everybody else. He's a
1: generous C plus. Okay. Um, like I get the heroics and like when he shines, it's a clippable moment. But when you look at the stats and like his time on ice, his age, like it, it was good, good C plus. Like it, it's not blowing you off the page. It's not anything incredible, but I mean, when he shines, he shines, and that's why he gets the C plus.
0: Yeah, I think taking his age into account and when you watch him skate, doesn't look like he's 35 years old. Like he hasn't lost a step at all. And I think that was a big reason why the Avs brought him in because they know his speed Uh, and they they like speed. (laughs) You know, a lot of their offense is predicated around the speed factor and he's got it. So, I mean, you're not going to grade him based on, you know, how many goals he's going to score, how many assists he's going to have. Like, Points are, are not where his grade factors in. It's more or less doing like the, 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 the little things. Yeah. <laughs> and he does all the small things. Hey. Very well. Very, very well. And, you know, for the regular season, let's see. Um count his points on two hands and one foot. Yeah. Yeah. 68 games played, seven goals, eight assists for your 15 points. He was a minus five. Um okay, that is what it is, but he's a bottom six guy. He knows his role. He plays it well. Yep. And for me, um, I think he just got better as the season went on. And I think that's just a comfortability thing. You know yeah. what I mean? You, you you play for one team for as long as he did with Detroit, and you go to a new place, a new environment, a new system, it's going to take you some time. Yeah. And he didn't look so hot in, in in the beginning, I didn't think. Let me see his game log here. Uh, regular season,
1: yeah, it it did have that kind of dead weight feel at times when he first joined with Colorado and saw, hey, we're not the bad part of this rivalry, so <laughs> yeah, it it did and that momentum that he picked up through the season. And especially after the trade deadline, he was starting to be a little bit more visible. And then of course his contributions in the playoffs, like that was incredible. You didn't expect it out of him, And
0: I think it made it even more special when he performed the way he did. Yeah. So the, the, I mean, one stat that I looked at for him was expected goals per 60 minutes
1: Mm.
0: and his, for that stat, he was at a 0.78. So, you know, that's not bad for a guy on your bottom six. Yeah. And if you take into consideration the only guys above him are JT Comfer and then your big guns like Nazem Kadri, Gabe Valna Valnichuskin, Nathan McKinnon, Miko Rantanen, and even Arturi Lekanen. So those are the guys that are above him for expected goals per 60. That's impressive to me to, to oh have God. that yeah to have a 0.78 or whatever i said it was 0.778 yeah. <clears throat> um it, i mean it, it kind of shows like the the looks he's getting are good looks mm-hmm. and a lot of them don't go in and it's not like he's got Nathan McKinnon shots on goal or anything like that but that just kind of proves to me like he is fighting he's producing he's trying to produce yeah and and for me so his regular season i think you and and this is how we're kind of doing this is we're, having a, we, we're not having a regular season grade and then a postseason game. We're kind of like averaging them together. So many guys are getting bumped up a yeah. little bit, <clears throat> maybe a half a letter grade or maybe a full letter grade yeah. based on their, their postseason. His goal against St. Louis, everybody wants to talk about everything Kale McCarr did, rightfully yeah. so. Everyone wants to talk, talk about the coast-to-coast that Nathan McKinnon did, rightfully so. That last second goal, Against St. Louis was nothing short of spectacular. yep, for so many reasons. Number one, oh, it got him out of the second round for the first time in forever. So that that alone just puts that at the top. Yep. The, the difficulty in which that goal needs to be made or is tried to is is, is insane. It's off yep. the charts hard. You have Eric Johnson kind of just throwing a, a cross ice pass. I don't know if it was an errant pass or if it was intentional that way. I don't care, but it (laughs) bounced off the boards. And in one motion, he is hitting a slap shot with like two seconds left to send the avalanche into the third round. Can't be understated the difficulty in in which that goal is is made, how timely it was, and what it meant to the avalanche to get him out of that second round. For that alone, he goes up to a B- minus for me. Yeah, okay. Yeah,
1: I I completely agree. And like honestly, like if you you said we averaged the regular season in the playoffs, that's what brought him up to a C plus for me. Sure. Like honestly, this would be like a Cogliano type grade. Like if we were going off just production and regular season, and if it wasn't for the playoff heroics, it would it would have been a cogliano like C C minus, just like you good enough. Like I wouldn't warrant a B because those regular season stats and the time on ice aren't enough to really warrant anything incredible. But a C plus a strong C plus is about where he landed for me,
0: yeah. And in the playoffs, <clears throat> um, he played all 20 games, he had two goals, three assists for five points, so it's kind of like on the average of what he had in the regular season, yeah, you know, about five, six points every 20 games. Um, so uh, consistency is what you're going to get with Darren Helm, so uh yeah so I, he gets a b minus from me c plus from you b's from the social media and we'll have another one up uh tomorrow i don't know who who would who can you alphabetically go through the roster in your head while i look it up to see if, if you know who it is let's see sure <laughs> uh here we go we have darren helm uh oh ej Mr. Eric Johnson is up for his grade, so that'll be a good one. So, (laughs) it doesn't um,
1: help if I pull up this roster now. um, (laughs) Yeah, the the
0: current roster it is a little different. A little different. All right, (laughs) because I did see that when I just looked it up. Yes, no, it's not him. Um, All right, so like we said in the beginning, because of this run, the Avalanche went on. A lot of people were introduced to you and I in this Mm -hmm. show. And so many people in the comments, especially on YouTube, say, hey, just, you know, during the playoffs, found you guys, love the show, love what you do. So we haven't really had time to kind of like brag about us (laughs) and and what we do. Um, So we kind of wanted to do a little bit longer introduction, basically, on, on things that we enjoy when we're not talking about hockey, which honestly probably takes up like. 85% Eighty-five percent of my daily routine. I don't know about you, but I, I mean, for me, I'm I'm just like a hockey fanatic, and and even you know I always have been, but this show has really like kind of propped it up a little bit. Yeah. But outside of hockey, I know that's maybe sacrilegious to some people. Let the people know what Mister Shaggy Von Doom is into outside of the hockey world. Well, for anybody who follows
1: me on social media, you see that I'm a single dad. I spend a lot mm-hmm. of my time with my kids and they are hilarious. They're awesome. And filming um, the things that they do. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it's it. what you do in this day and age. This is your photo album. This is your, like, the thing you look back on is your social media memories. You can point back. So I document all that. Um like outside of hockey, which I know, like I completely understand what you're saying. Like it feels weird to say, like, what do you do when it doesn't involve hockey? Because I'm usually watching, taking in, observing. Like it's it's hockey all the time. Hmm. I'll I'll, pl- I'll dabble with guitar. I'm self-taught. I'll throw down with some guitar, listen to
0: music. What's that Wh- from? Wait, wait, what what is that from? Uh, self-taught. Ne- uh, oh, that's from uh, uh, Wedding Singer. Oh it's yeah, Steve, yeah, yeah. Steve Buscemi and Wedding Singer. <laughs>
1: Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's actually what I I spent my first paycheck on was a um, Epiphone SG because I wanted to be like Angus Young from ACDC. I love and the Epiphone. It's a lot with why we do sound checks. Music is a big part of both of us. So mm-hmm. um, I'll do music. I throw down with video games hardcore every chance I get. Usually when the kids are in bed, I'll play for about an hour or two. And uh comic books hardcore love yeah. like and anybody who's listened to the show for a while or anything that we've done before everybody knows i'm the dc guy chris is yes, like the you Marvel are whole guy that's so true. like that's kind of one of our little wrinkles but yeah, yeah big superhero
0: guy uh i'll kind of piggyback off the video game thing for for me like that's what got me initially into podcasting um a good friend of mine his name's mark Turcott. he uh we we went to kindergarten together we've been friends since kindergarten and he went to pharmacy school, he graduated and they were offering pharmacists from up where we lived in New York, um, just ungodly money to move down to North Carolina. So he's like, I'm going to do it. I'm like, all right. So he, he's he been living there ever since. And to keep connected, he's like, Hey man, this was in like 2005 or 2006. No. Yeah. It may have been like 2006, 2007. He was like, Hey man. He's like, I've been listening to these things called podcasts okay he's like i think we should do one i was like all right what are they what is it about he's like it's basically just radio on the internet i'm like i'm all for that i was a big radio guy i loved yeah. sports radio love sports radio so he's like let's 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 do this and let's just do like a geek podcast we'll do video games we'll do comic books we'll do movies so we did that for a little while and then we kind of shopped it around we, we got hooked up with this website called a vault Now, Avol, back in the day, was like IGN before IGN. We didn't know that. We had no idea. We just we we threw we we emailed just crazy uh, video game websites, and this one called us back. Little did we know, it was run by a guy named Angel Munoz, who started the very first ever gaming like league, and he knew everybody. So we would interview huge people in the industry. Like John Romero, the dude who made Doom. That's my, that's
1: my game right there. I, I love I, Doom.
0: Like I got him on my. I could call him up right now. <laughs> like, like uh, so. I know him. I know. Like we we just interviewed. We interviewed uh, everybody that was in King of Kong. Remember the, the documentary? Yeah, King of Kong? all those guys. Walter Day, the guy, the the guy who the referee. Uh, Billy Mitchell. Like we interviewed all. It was crazy, crazy. We went to E3 like three or four times every year. We would go out to E3. Mm-hmm. nonsense just nonsense so then so then we were like well we want to kind of do a game or, or a podcast that's focused in on one a singular game rather than because it, it was starting to become just like white noise There were so mm-hmm. many podcasts then so we're like let's just find like one game and do a podcast focused in on that one game and for a while like we couldn't really find a game we we're like we gotta figure like when a new game comes out and it was uh we were big halo fans and Bungie had removed themselves from Halo and then they announced Destiny and we were like that's it that like they announced Destiny on a Thursday or on Tuesday Friday we recorded an episode on Destiny just about how and for the game to come out for another year and a half we did an episode every single week for a year about. and a half on nothing on no- <laughs> but that show got massive and i left it that's when i like started having kids and my video gaming fell off mm. clean. <laughs> My my gaming is like non-existent right now, but Mark continued with uh, the Destiny show mm-hmm. and I kind of like went my own way and we came back together to do a a it was focused on Doctor Who. And <laughs> and and the, the idea behind it was we we've never watched a single episode of Doctor Who. So we did this thing where we started uh, when it was rebooted back in like two thousand five or something like that. Mm-hmm. We started there, watched one episode, did a podcast about it. People loved this thing because we're <laughs> yeah, you you especially because here's two Americans that have no idea what Doctor Who's about talking about what they think is going to happen. And people were loving how wrong we were on some things, on how kind of right we were on other things. It's still out there. We we only went through the first two seasons. And then I started doing Locked On Avalanche. And it's gone away. We always talk about bringing that back. And if there's enough people out there that really are like, it's called the Tardy Tardis. Because uh, we were
1: absolutely go check it out. By the way, it's it's incredible. <laughs>
0: it's incredible. Great it's companion so podcast. Fun. It's so fun. uh And and that's that. Like I was kind of focusing on podcasts. I've been doing it for so long now, and I think doing the tardy tardis and this show are the absolute most fun I've had in podcasting. And I think it's all because you know I loved doing something that was out of the realm for me and doing that Doctor Who and the fact that i get to cover the the avalanche pretty much daily i mean we, we miss a day here and there uh is just it's a a, a dream come true so uh that's that's, awesome. that's
1: honestly kind of like how we like hooked up with like doing this like together it was like the love of the avalanche and like superhero stuff and like comics yeah message it back and forth all the time and like you said we've done haven't we done all th- We've done two of these together, have we I not? think I did one
0: when, when I was doing the show solo, I did. I started then. And then the, the last last year I had you on and as a guest and then this time, mm-hmm. you, like as you're doing it full time. <clears throat> yeah. So but you reached out to me. You you were an early emailer yep. uh, and you were like, oh, I'd love to come on the show. And and, and I was it was funny. You were like, I don't I'm, I'm sure I still have the email but you were like I promise I'm not like so, I can't remember how you phrased it but you're like I promise I'm not some like lun- lunatic who just yeah. wants to come on the air like the the numbers then were so low I didn't care I'm like I'll have anybody come on the show right now yeah. but like we clicked and you know I had you on a bunch of times yeah and then uh asked you to come full time and and here we are so it's been a blast, and like Kyle said, one of the things that we do love is, is you know, geeky stuff. We're into Star Wars. We did rank our Star Wars movies, which we yeah. probably should do again. Um, and, and one thing that we do love is, is comic books. And with Comic-Con upon us, Marvel released uh, a whole slew of what's to come in their next phase. So like we've been saying, this is our next stage of... Who amongst the Colorado Avalanche would be cast as Marvel characters? We're going to get to that in one second. But first, we're going to hear from BetOnline. It's BetOnline.net. It's the fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your betting needs. Find all of your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news of every league, including Major League Baseball, the NFL, the NBA, the NHL, combat sports, I just love that phrase. I don't know why. Uh, esports, even golf. Bet Online continues to be at the top, or excuse me, to be the top online resource for all of your sporting wagering information from live in game betting scores and podcasts. They have you covered. Head to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to learn more about the action happening. Uh, we're at betonline.net where the game starts. All right, sir. Uh, we got. I mean, I like doing this every year because, like I said, you have a new a new roster. Yeah, you have some new players coming in and the, and the Marvel g- characters hit different every year. They do. They, they do. their art changes. It's very true. Uh, so we're going to go through Spider-Man, Thor, Captain America, Hulk, Doctor Strange, Iron Man. And if you were paying attention to Comic-Con this year, we all knew it was coming. It's not like this was a shock to anybody but the fantastic four is coming back and maybe under the, the rightful hands of Peter Feige uh, at, the, at Marvel studios. Yeah. So we are begin- going to be doing uh Reed Richards as well today. We'll save him for last, but we'll start with everybody's favorite, your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. And I think mine has stayed the same from last year, but what do you have? Which color avalanche player would be cast as Spider-Man and talking about the different arc. Mine is different this year. Okay.
1: Spider-Man for this year would be Terry Lekinen. Oh, I like that. The Avengers right. were already assembled. They were already on their mission. And then here out of nowhere at the trade deadline comes Lekkanen. And he's like, hey, I'll join you guys. And now the Avengers are assembled. And together, this team got the cup. Lekkanen was doing his own thing everywhere else. Joins the
0: Avalanche. And
1: they complete the mission
0: together. So, so like Montreal is like Sony.
1: Yeah, it, and exactly.
0: And the Avalanche are they're Marvel, all about the same. Our Marvel Studios, <laughs> and they 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 took him from Sony. I love it. I like yep. I like that. Yeah, uh, I I'm almost positive I had Kael McCarr last year, and I mm-hmm. and I have I just have to keep that. He's got that that baby face look, and and we all know Spider Man. You know, he's a young character. And he just has incredible ability. Mm-hmm. And I think it just embodies Kael McCarr would be Spider-Man. I don't Absolutely. think there's. Yeah, I think that it's just it's just made to be, if you ask me. So um for Thor, um, I can't remember what I had for Thor last year, but who do you got? This
1: is where things change for me again. Mm-hmm. If you see the arc of Thor and where he's kind of going now, especially with Love and Thunder. I have Miko Rantanen, your big Dumb, I don't like that. goofy, just <laughs> Miko Rantanen is love and thunder. Thor.
0: See, because I, I'm going with uh, when you when you think of Thor, like I don't think of like, I mean, you think big, but you don't think like goofy or dumb. You think like good looking dude. Gabe Land, did you not see Beefy Thor? <laughs> Yeah, he is playing I mean, I mean, PS4. For me, it, it's it's Gabe Landeskog. You know, it's 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 the blonde hair. It's
1: always the easy. It's always like he looks like Gabe
0: looks like Thor and should be Thor in phase five and six. I and I remember talking about that last year, actually, when we did this now, like if if Hemsworth said, I don't want to do this anymore. I think yeah. <laughs> Marvel Studios would go ask Gabe Landiscott, do you want to play Thor? It's it's like set up like Spider-Man with Gal Just it's, Take it's off just, his shirt and they're like it's just sign perfect. here exactly. Uh
1: Captain America, who you got for there? Mine, I think this is a change from last year, but especially when you see how he handles himself in press conferences now, mm-hmm. none other than Eric Johnson. Oh, okay. Like he is so why, why is that? He's like, everything he says is avalanche this. I love avalanche this, like celebrating Kale McCart, his like Instagram comment where he's like commented on Kale McCart's thing. He's like, I'd go through 2017 all over again, just for you, Kale. Like he is very avalanche. I bleed avalanche and EJ is Captain America and he's American. So
0: see for me, I went Nathan McKinnon. Hmm. I, I, he's just business all the time you know what i mean and, yeah. and and that's captain america like he's always playing the role he's always yeah. playing the part and i always think of like the end of uh, age of ultron when you know they they've won the day and, and yeah. they're they're back at their new headquarters in upstate new york which i'd love to know where in upstate new york that is but <laughs> it could um, be your neighbor i know exactly but um what happens uh iron man his car just comes up to him and he's out i'm yeah. done i did what i had to do and and Captain America stays to train the new crop. Yeah. That's Nathan McKinnon. He is yeah. there to get make sure everybody knows what they're doing. He's not going to take a day off. He's training the new guys, he's training the old guys. He he is he's like the centerpiece. Yeah. And to me that's that's Captain America and that's Nathan McKinnon. That's percent I get that. Let's go to the Incredible Hulk. We got there. I feel I have a feeling we're going to agree on this one, but go for it. Curtis McDermott. You know it. <laughs> yeah. Yep, he is. <laughs> like, if you
1: read the comics, everybody's just like, oh, it's the Hulk. It's the same way you talk about yeah, <laughs> Curtis McDermott. Yeah. Oh, it's Curtis McDermott. We know what he does. Like, he's big, strong, throws things around.
0: We get I, it. I was half thinking of, like, Josh Manson, but I'm like, no. Like, th- yep. th- this is built for... <laughs> for mcdermott just the the big green goofy guy he got i could
1: eat you know he would be like the tv series like back in the 70s or 80s like that version of the hulk that would be mcdermott now yeah (laughs) just like luke regno just a little bit bigger oh yeah i
0: gotta love it uh dr strange who you got there this is where i have nathan
1: mckinnon just like the because like his he's always thinking on like a different plane than everybody else. Like the way he handles his body, like the amount of prep and dedication he puts to the game, like the way he even thinks and analyzes, like, it's not like he's like existing in our world. It's just like Hmm. hockey, 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 hockey. He's devoted to it. And like, he comes up with like the most brilliant things when he does his thing. And it's just like, Nate's on this other planet. He's a, he helps us, but like, He's just Nathan McKinnon.
0: You just let him do his thing. Don't you feel, I, for me, like Doctor Strange, you're just like comfortable when he's on screen. Like when he's yeah. around, Yeah, you just feel like, okay, like we have the upper hand here. Because yeah. there's so much that he can do. And you just feel like he he's going to, he's a wizard. You know what I mean? Yep. Like he, he's, he's going to outsmart everybody. And not in, outsmart everybody in the way like that, you know, like Tony Stark. Like he's just a, a brilliant mind. Dr. Strange, like his abilities, you just feel comfortable. And that's Nathan McKinnon. Like you you feel comfortable with him out on the, anytime his shift is starting, you're like, all right, we got a chance to score here. And the same as like, that's kind of like in, in line with like Dr. Strange and how yep. he handles himself, like in battle against all these guys. Yep. So th- I like that. I like that. That's a good one. Uh, Strange for me is still just by the look of it. Valnachuska. Mm. just tall lanky guy there's really no other reason why i'm going going that route except just clean cut yeah i mean like he's not i mean he has a beard but the beard is very like well trimmed well maintained it's it's the dark turtleneck in the chain you're like yeah yeah like i don't know it's just again those two just fit for me yeah like he could totally be a dr strange character so uh two more to go second to last a lot of people's favorite, Tony Stark, Mr. Iron Man. This is where I went. Gabriel Landeskog. Off the ice. I could see that, yeah.
1: He's a millionaire <laughs> playboy. Beautiful. Yeah. Like, take pictures. Gets on the ice, puts on the A. Completely different human. Plays with, like, that... Remember when he had that eye injury? He yeah. Had like, that red eye. Just, like, it was crazy looking. Like, he look, he's a different human being. He's, like, relentless, and he'll fight and scrap. But he gets off the ice. Wonderful family man. Beautiful
0: guy. Like, Gabe Landeskog. Yeah, so mine's a little bit odd, and it's not for the looks. <laughs> it's for like that, you know. A, a, so much of the Marvel movies with Iron Man is like he brings kind of like the comic relief to everything, mm-hmm. and for me, that's Eric Johnson. Yeah, like okay. Eric, like I mean, I know Eric Johnson's missing teeth, and and Tony Stark is you know he's got he all probably has
1: <clears throat> he probably has something in his chest keeping him going.
0: Probably, yeah, that too. <laughs> Uh, he just seems to be the guy that just brings levity to the situation. He's always like cracking jokes. Uh, he, he is loaded with money. He has tons of money. And he's just like the elder statesman of yeah. of the abs. And I kind of feel like that kind of goes well with, with Iron Man. So that's where I went with that. And finally, for the first time, we are casting Reed Richards of the Fantastic Four. Which when when did they say the movie's coming out? It's still a couple of years, isn't it? I think it's it twenty three or twenty-four. Or is it twenty three okay.
1: Yeah, I think it's a little bit sooner.
0: Okay. Um, who do you got for, and we could do all of the Fantastic Four? Maybe we'll do that for another yeah. episode. But Reed Richards is the guy when you're thinking of Fantastic the rival
1: Four. of my namesake, yeah. Reed Richards. <laughs> um th- this is the vote I went on looks alone. If we were casting like Gabe Laniscog to be Thor, mm-hmm. give another year. Jared Bednar is Reed Richards. Ooh. I like it. Thinking outside the box. Okay. All right. Like, and he's like, he's won everywhere. Like he's got his little group. And with the way the fantastic four are joining the MCU, it's almost like, Hey, I've done it all over the place. I'm now here. Let's go like Reed Richards. And <clears throat> he's a very
0: powerful uh, mutant in the MCU has very powerful offspring So, right, and that, and he's and he's very smart man, like he's up there with uh Stark, you know, he's a very Mm -hmm. brilliant mind, uh, scientifically. And that's kind of like a a guy who is so just like laid back and just does nothing seems to phase him during his like uh, press conferences and stuff. Like, he seems like he's almost bothered to do them, like, he'd rather be doing other things. Yep, and for me, that's JT Confer interesting so i went calm for reed because that's kind of i you know he just he just has that way about him that reed richards does where he's just like unfazed by a lot he knows he knows his ability he does everything against the best of his ability i don't know i just i was looking at like reed Reed richards like pictures and i know that you know Compher's got he, he's he's the gingerbread man yeah and and you know reed richards is not <laughs> but i just felt like personality wise i kind of felt like they they meshed well together That's he
1: right. would have been he would have been a great human torch in his sister jesse being
0: a visible woman there you we go. could have we could have got off of that we one could have that got the yes that would have been brilliant uh would have been the thing though i don't know would have been the thing uh that's a tough one. That's a really tough one.
1: Our anthem singer kind of looked like the thing from the movies hey, in 2000.
0: Yeah. Uh, Jake oh. Schroeder. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Schroeder. Yeah. He, he had that <laughs> there we look. go.
0: That's what we're going to do. He's, the... <laughs> but he's retired. So are got going to find somebody else? I don't know. That's our gift to you, Schroeder on your um, wonderful career. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Now your career is complete. You've been anointed the thing by a on Avalanche. Uh, all right. So comment section is open i know people are going to have a lot of fun with that if there's ones you want to add you know you don't have to do just the ones that we came up with if there's other uh you know i know moon knight's a big one right now if there's a, a moon knight character that you think an avalanche player could play throw them in the comment section we want to hear about it so uh that is going to wrap it up for today everybody hopefully you learned a little bit about uh myself and mr shaggy von doom Um, And yeah, maybe do something Star Wars related In the coming weeks Mm. That's always fun Um, But for now, that is going to wrap it up Thank you for making this your first listen of the day Always appreciated You can follow us on on our social media outlets Don't forget to do that Until then, he is Mr. Shaggy Von Doom Kyle Sullivan, and I am Chris Maselli This is the Locked On Avalanche Podcast Thank you for tuning in, everyone We'll see you tomorrow Go Abs, go!